You're listening to The Dugout, a college baseball match podcast. Today we speak with Steven Patterson. We talk to Steven about battling through adversity, both in the mental game, the physical game, and the academic game. This is something you will need to know how to do as you move from high school to college baseball. We talk about all that and more on today's episode. Steven, it's great to have you on again. Hey, thanks for having me on again, Tom. Glad to be here. So you've clearly had a lot of experience playing, uh, you know, at Delta and then UC Davis uh, and also in the pros. And as you know, uh, working for College Baseball Match and Hard 90, uh, the other day we had the privilege of having uh, multiple people uh, that I think were had worked with Hard 90 that have gone through some of the college ranks uh, go up on our wall of fame. And, you know, we were talking to them and, and they were asked a bunch of questions about their experience. Um, and I kind of wanted to really touch with you and kind of dive a little bit deeper into what, you know, what your experience was like, um, you know, through college and through the minors. And so one of the questions I wanted to ask you is what were the differences in preparation that you felt was necessary making the jump from high school to playing baseball in college? Um, so, you know, like, like we talked about in one of our, uh, previous podcasts, um, you know, I had that, that junior college level to kind of help me with the transition of, uh, you know, going from high school to, uh, a four year D1 college. Um, so that transition, I feel like was, you know, kind of made it a little bit easier because I was able to, um, you know, really get into the, uh, the feel of the college life with, uh, going through junior college. I mean, obviously it wasn't the same since I was you know, still living at home. I wasn't, uh, you know, living in the dorms, like, uh, when you would be a freshman at a four year, but you know, the transition of being able to manage my time, getting to campus at 8am every day, um, you know, going through classes from eight to 12, going to practice from 12 to five, uh, study hall after that, you know, the, the whole transition, you know, made it a little bit easier at the junior college level. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I ran into was my, um, you know, my, my transition I felt was a little bit easier than, than most guys going straight from high school to the, uh, to four year universities. Um, but you know, it, it was, it, it wasn't exactly a tough transition for me. Um, just because, right. you know, I, I went to a really good, uh, college prep high school. Um, you know, they, they prepared us really well for, for, for college. So, um, you know, being able to kind of get prepped early in my, my high school career, um, prepared me for, uh, you know, all the, the time management and everything for, for when I transitioned into, uh, into college. Yeah. And you, you know, you talked about time management and that's something that we focus on all the time. And, and we, you know, Eric Wazikowski and I brought it up in our last podcast, which was, Really discussing the fact that, you know, you hear, you hear all the time about these, uh, you know, student athletes who want to really make it at an elite level. And then they realize that you have to balance your athletics and academics, both in high school and then again in college. And it's this notion of the grind. And if you really want to succeed, you just have to recognize that there's, you know, in order to succeed to the level you want to, you have to be able to do things that other people won't. And so, can you speak to that a little bit as far as um, what your, your you know, athletic prep was in high school and, and how maybe that pace changed when you got to college? Like, 
did you feel like you were fully prepared going into UC Davis? And I know you had that nice, I think, gradual incline going from Delta. But as far as the academic or the athletic preparation, I mean, um, how what was that like? Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, the the time management time management thing was huge for me because um, you know, for example, in high school, I had a you know a really busy schedule for um, especially during summer. You know, my my summers consisted of because uh, I had a had a part time job. You know, I worked construction from seven thirty a.m. to noon. Um, from noon to one, I would grab lunch. Uh, from one to three, I had uh, I had football training, so I was I was a two sport guy. I played football and baseball. So from one to three, I oh. had uh, football conditioning and training. Um, and then after that, I also played summer ball. So uh, you know, we had games wow. at five five thirty. So you know, my summers consisted of you know always staying busy, always doing something. Um, I mean, I didn't have the academic piece um, during the summer, but you know, we always had summer reading that we had to do. So I was always doing, I was doing that as well. Um, but you know, that, that whole, uh, summer, actually that was two to three summers in a row. I was doing that. Um, you know, that helped me to balance my time between, um, you know, where I need to be, you know, I need to, you know, be able to make sure I eat at some points for conditioning. I gotta be able to eat some dinner right before my baseball games. Um, you know, that, that really helped me to, um, kind of learn to manage my time during the uh during the summer and then you know we talked about sacrifices as well like i couldn't go out with my friends too often because i always either had a game the next day or had to wake up for work the next day so um you know touching on the sacrifices i had to make you know i didn't have too much of a social life when i was in high school because i was always focused on um you know the the athletic aspect of of my life right and you know we talk about all the time too if you want to attend a top institution, either academically or, or you know, um, athletically, you have to start with seeing the end in mind. And I think what that means is, you know, you need to know that from the outset as a freshman that you will need to make choices and to sacrifice certain things in order to reach and attain your goals. And I think that's anything that, you know, any professional, professional athlete or any person that wants to succeed in certain ways needs to recognize and it sounds like you had to recognize that um, early. Um, you know, what are some of the challenges, I think, of, of being uh, a college athlete or in this particular case, a college baseball player? How how was the level of competition up to when you got there and how did you respond to that level of competition? So, you know, like I said, having that transition from, from junior college to uh, Division One, it actually, it helped me a lot. You know, when I was in high school, you know, I had that that kind of fixed mindset that uh that junior college baseball you know the the typical it, oh it's for guys that you know aren't as good as d1 guys but that is, <laughs> i found out real quick that is not true you know i played against some studs in in junior college baseball and you know california community colleges those are that's some of the best baseball in the nation so um you know i right. learned really quick the the talent level from from high school to college, um, you know, playing in the Big Eight Conference in in California, but um, you know, the transition up to Division One, um, you know, you're facing guys every day that you know are going to be getting drafted. So, uh, you know, it, it it was kind of an eye opener for me. My very first series was against the uh, University of Washington. Uh, I think their Friday guy was sitting ninety to ninety two the entire game. 
Um, you know, and it, it is, it was just one of those things where it's like, man, this is, this is the real deal. This is division one baseball. So, um, you know, the, the adjustments I made when, you know, when I first got there was, all right, I'm going to have to step up. Um, you know, I'm going to be seeing this every day, so get used to it. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, learn to adapt. So, you know, luckily I was able to do that pretty quickly. Um, you know, I think my very first at bat, I hit a single off the middle and, you know, kind of calmed my nerves being at that level. Um, and, you know, it, it took off from there, but, you know, that, that transition, um, you know, going to high school, junior college, uh, division one, you know, that, that made my transition easier, like I said, with, uh, <laughs> with the athletic piece. But, you know, once you, once you're actually in there, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the real deal. You gotta, you gotta be able to adapt. Right. And, you know, you talked about adaptability and the ability to, I think, uh, shift your mindset and change kind of how you play the game and adjust. And as you well know, the, you know, baseball is a game of failure and a game of subsequent adjustments. And that's how you succeed. Um, you know, before I get into kind of what adversity maybe you faced in your college career, um, what was the most cha challenging aspect of being a division one athlete, um, and a division one baseball player at that? So for me was the academic piece. Um, you know, like we talked about previously, I wasn't the best academic student, um, in high school. Right. Um, so, you know, once I, once I got to Davis, that was going to be the, uh, you know, the key point for me was I am going to have to be able to keep my grades up. So, um, you know, I was in the library two, three, four times a week. Um, you know, I was keeping in contact with all my professors, you know, really just trying to, make sure that I'm staying on top of my academics first. Cause you know, if, if you don't have the grades, you can't play. If you don't have above two, Oh, you know, you don't, you can't play. So, um, you know, with that, I really needed to focus on, on the academic piece, the, uh, the baseball piece and the training that came relatively easy for me. Um, but the academics was by far the, the toughest challenge, you know, cause UC Davis being a very high academic school, um, you know, they're, and on the quarter system, they're moving quickly through, through all the materials. So, uh, you know, that was my biggest challenge when I was, when I was at Davis was, was the academics. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I think everyone faces their own test, their own challenge, their own adversity. Um, on the baseball diamond, <clears throat> when you would face adversity, how did you, I think, meet it? And then how did you change and, and adjust your game in order to, I think, uh, beat it, so to speak? So, in other words, uh, did you go from a at bat to at bat, um, you know, a, a fielding play to fielding play, game to game, or or how would you how would you approach that? So my freshman and sophomore year at Delta, we took a whole semester class on the mental game. So with you know, learning all the different aspects of how to um, how to figure out when you're, you know, we use different lights. We had red light, green light, and uh, yellow light, green light means you're good. You know, you're, you're flowing easy. Um, yellow light means you're running into some adversity, but you're not quite, um, at that point where, you know, it's crash landing. And then red is when, you know, that's emergency. We need to get out of that, out of that red and we need to get back into yellow and green. So, um, you know, learning that aspect of, of the mental game was, you know, me checking myself to see which light I'm in every single, 
pitch. You know, I was a, a pitch to pitch guy. If I, you know, face some adversity when, uh, you know, maybe an umpire makes a bad call or maybe I, you know, um, hit a line drive and a guy makes a great play. Um, but, you know, knowing when I'm in each light, you know, red, yellow, green, um, that was how I checked myself to be able to get myself back into a, a good mindset of, okay, this is fine. You know, I'm working pitch to pitch. Let me get back into positive thinking. So yeah. that was a big thing for me was the mental game, being able to know when I'm facing some adversity and be able to get myself out of that red light and back into the green where I'm, you know, I'm feeling good, feeling confident and, and focused. That's, that's uh that's great advice. Um, I'm sure that, you know, uh, we talked, when we talked with, uh, you know, Tyler Malone and he talked about his whole deal with uh, the national championship, I feel like, you know, he had a lot of good things to say and we're hoping to get him on, on the podcast, but just the whole factor of a, of a mm-hmm. mental game is so important. And I think it's underlooked and underappreciated. Um, can you think of a specific time when you were in the minor leagues that you faced adversity and, and you overcame it? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Oh, yes. My, uh, my first full season in 2015, um, you know, spring training, I, you know, I actually started off pretty decent. You know, I was, I was in shape, you know, we were going through, through the days, but I started having, you know, some, some wrist pain and, um, you know, it, it, I didn't think of it as a big deal at that moment. Um, but one at bat, we were facing the, the Reds because, uh, you know, I was, I was with the Indians and we shared the complex with the Reds. Um, my first at bat, you know, I swung and missed on a, on a pitch and, you know, just felt, you know, extreme pain in my wrist. Um, I go back out to second base, you know, not thinking anything of it make two throws to first base and just sail them into the dugout. And at that point I knew there was something wrong. I ran back in the dugout, um, you know, out for the game, ended up uh, going to get x-rays on it and found out I have a, a broken hamate bone, oh, um, which is a little bone in your hand that, uh, you know, really is it, it's not, there's no real purpose for that bone, but it's just there and it, it, it causes pain if it breaks. Right. But, you know, I was out for about two months, um, doing rehab and, and, you know, getting, uh, getting back ready for season. And I finally, uh, finally heal up a hundred percent, go out to Lake County, which is the low A, uh, low A team for the Indians. And, you know, it, it was just a bad season all around. Um, I think I hit under 200. Um, you know, I actually found out a stat that <laughs> I had the worst batting average in the, organization on balls put in play, which, you know, I, I didn't even know they made a staff for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. but that, that was probably my, my worst year of baseball. Um, I can, I I've ever had. Wow. Um, so after the season, um, you know, I kind of just sat down with myself and I was like, Hey, you know, sometimes guys have those seasons. I got to be able to come back next spring. Um, and, you know, really, really solidify a spot. So, you know, get back into the weight room, um, really have my best off season ever. You know, I got into the best shape of my life and, um, you know, go through spring training, had a decent spring training, but you know, unfortunately they ended up, uh, releasing me the last day of, uh, of spring training in 2016. But, um, you know, that, that allowed me to go and play a couple years of indie ball, which really, you know, got me back to playing baseball for fun rather than, um, you know, playing to, uh, you know, 
get a check. So, um, I thought, I kind of thought of it as a, as a blessing in disguise, you know, unfortunately I didn't get the opportunity to, um, you know, continue my career in the, in affiliate baseball, but, you know, bringing me back to indie ball and seeing the guys that were out there just playing baseball to have fun, that really allowed me to, um, you know, kind of look back and and see the big picture that, you know, and at the end it's, it's a game. So, um, you know, that, that was, you know, that summer of 2015 was, you know, probably my toughest year. Um, you know, with that, with that injury, but, you know, it, it allowed me to kind of, you know, take a step back and, and look at the game from a different perspective. Right. And now you have the ability, I think, uh, to help, you know, uh, athletes that are going from high school into college as well as coach, uh, younger athletes as well. So, you, you know, you never quite know where life takes you, but battling through that adversity and hitting the weight room and, and understanding that injuries and, and all those other uh, things you cannot control are just a part of the game is so important um exactly well steven exactly. thank you so much uh, as always it's a pleasure and i'm sure we'll have you on again uh, this was really helpful and, and your insight is very valuable awesome tom i appreciate you having me on again of course thank you for listening to the dugout a college baseball match podcast. For more information about the college baseball recruiting process, visit our website, collegebaseballmatch.com. You can also find us on all social media channels. Do you have a question about the recruiting process that you'd like answered on the show? Email us at support at collegebaseballmatch.com. 